This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night, live online with Scotty Doe, Rizzy Ross Actor, and Mr. David Prince. How are you, gentlemen? Doing well, thank you, Matty. Going well, my man. Yeah, doing well, Tony. Good Not to too see bad. you. Good to see you all. We've got fresh cuts in the building with Riz and Scotty. You know, fresh cuts. But Scotty was saying before the show. The barber, you know, cut him up some some nice, some special, and uh, not 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 the happiest of, of haircuts, Mister Mister Johnson. No, I don't don't remember paying extra for the cuts and blood. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it, uh, it's an optional extra, optional extra. I don't remember, you know, saying agreeing to it. That's right. an optional extra. <laughs> I have a blood test while I'm here. Thanks. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, and. Uh, and Rizzy Ross got the fresh cuts, you know, looking fresh as it's, per normal. It's, it's happening. I was inspired once again by the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, <laughs> since I saw Dr. Dre, I said I'll go that way. <laughs> uh, he, he had he had clean cut going on. And I said, well, I'll join the bandwagon, you know what I'm saying? 100%, 100%. You, 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 got, you got to stay fresh. You got to stay fresh. Uh, and Mr. Prince, I'd like to say you've had a haircut, but you haven't, as far as I know. No, oh. I haven't. Okay, no, there you go. Probably need one, but yes, I there's think- not much to cut, so that's the problem. <laughs> Although I say that, and, and Mr. Bunting usually just goes, "Oh well, yes, crimey river." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is true. It is true. Uh, Mr. Bunting is away this evening, though. That's that's uh, that's another week in the way. He's always away. Uh, hopefully, he's okay. He's probably got more important fish to fry. But we've got uh, we've got car updates. Let's get into them, uh, Mr. David Prince. Uh, I've had, oh, well, I missed last week, but I did enjoy listening to it because I had seen the uh, blade that you talked about last week. How cool uh, is it? It's very cool. What you didn't mention was the next one. The, after the blade, there are two uh, IMEVs as well. I haven't seen one of those for a while. Mm. The Mitsubishi K car based electric car. Yeah. Yeah. Which were sold new for a little while. They did. They, they were uh, quite expensive from memory, right? Like they, uh, they hideously so. Yes. Yeah, they weren't a cheap car. I, I believe they were what fifty grand. Yeah, about that. Yeah. In yeah. the beginning, you couldn't buy them. You could only lease them from Mitsubishi. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. That. Sorry. Yes. That. That is correct. But then they they did become available. Yeah. I remember being in Japan and seeing one thing, and that was really cool. And and then the guy a guy walked up to it and got into it. Turned the key and started and drove it away and had an exhaust. And I thought, hang on a minute, that's what I mean. In Japan, they were sold as a, as a K car as well with a 660 right. engine. Okay. So they're the Mitsubishi I car. So they're not IMEV, they're just called I car. And there are a few of those in Australia. There's a mob in Western Australia importing them. Mm. Um, but I digress. Car update. Since I spoke to you last, I have. Oh, pretty well driven most of the fleet, including having a few days with the uh, my eighty seven Integra, which was like having uh, being um, having a late Christmas present really, because it's been in storage for 
some time undercover and um uh it was just great to have it out i'd forgotten what a sweet car it was to drive so um i had a had a good week with that um did a few bits and pieces i did order a new oxy sensor for it it uh that d16 that twin cam is such a lovely sweet engine but it just wasn't revving out like it should it was still smooth and and relatively free revving but i know it can be better and i was talking to a mate that's had every model integra i think he's still got um and he said oh oxy's tested the oxy sensor he said that's you know not a lot of money and he said it will make a huge difference he said especially when it's been parked that long so i've got that on order that should be here uh this week sometime started both the scamps that i've got here uh at home on took them both for a drive on the weekend weekend which was good the warm weather of course is much easier and and they um actually start them a lot easier and and um just drive fine they're, they're both such good cars they just drive so well straight off the key now yeah and i've just been doing a little bit to prepare the the n1 because i'm taking that to adelaide friday week we head over to adelaide for the uh, japan day so nice. looking forward to that it's a big event that one massive event it's a, um, yeah i've seen photos of it over the years and thought oh, i'd love to do that you know one year and saw a couple of photos and a, an announcement about it about a month ago and thought well hang on i could actually go to that because it's you know i've <laughs> gone overseas to car shows this is only an eight-hour drive so uh yeah so you've got to apply and if they accept your car then you know you pay your 20 dollars and off you go so mind you it cost me more than 20 bucks by the time you get your way over there and accommodation and all that sort of stuff but that should be good i'm looking forward to that the uh, the n1 as far i believe there's another one in sydney now and there's the silver car that was for sale in queensland i don't know what's happened to that but as far as I know, it's the only one in Victoria or South Australia. So who knows? I might get there and there'd be half a dozen more of them and they'll be common as muck and I'll have to get rid of it and buy something else. But, it's too, it's too but, common. Too common. Yeah, too common. <laughs> get rid of it. Yep. Piss it off. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, strange things have happened if someone comes along and says, oh, I've got to have that. Uh, I was looking at JSPEC's website the other night and seeing what, what else is going through auction at the moment because mm. there was a... a a manual RS N1, the new new model and with the six-speed manual. Manual, yeah. Uh, which would be a lot of fun, but it's about double what I paid for mine. So, um, yeah, I think that's a that's a interest for another day because they're basically still brand new. It's only less than 12 months old, I think, 6,000 yeah. Ks or something. Um, and I don't think I could cope with bright yellow. Do they, is that the only colour they come in? No, no, no. They come in a few. Um, they come in red. They come in yellow and white. Um, uh, an orange, actually. Sunset orange. I'd probably... I'd like a sunset orange. Mm. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's about me, I think. Uh, oh, no. And the only other thing I've had dropped on my lap this week... Uh, now, um, we've got our um, annual water park barbecue coming up uh tomorrow week for the car club uh and maddie came along last year to the our I, barbecue. i did and, and i really enjoyed it but i can't come to this one because i'm interstate. <laughs> interstate i know but what did we do last year matthew that uh, no other car club in the history of car uh, club has ever done at a barbecue gave away raffled off a car 
Um, so it was a bit of an Oprah moment. Uh, <laughs> you get a car, you get a car, you, you get, get a car. car. You get a car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but instead of being Oprah, you guys were being Honda and gave away a Honda Accord. And it was um, it was a really, actually really kind of tidy little Honda Accord too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this year, we've got another giveaway car. So we're making the magic happen again. So... Uh, it was offered to us, and um, it certainly needs some work. Can't tell you what it is just yet. I'll have to. We have to, you know, with the extensive uh, coverage this podcast gets, you know, we can't be, you know, too uh, too open yeah. about these things. But yes, it'll be can under we, a cover. Can we get a decade? Uh, oh, the will best. they give it away? The best. Or the eighties? Indeed. Oh, eighties <laughs> manual. I'll say and manual. manual. Mm. Mm. Okay, all right. That's uh... so, um, yeah. So that needs a little bit of a uh, little bit of tidying up, cleaning up beforehand. It's been Ooh. been neglected for some time, but it will clean up pretty well, I think. And hey, the entrance price is pretty good if you win it. So yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's exciting. It'll be interesting to see how that one goes. It, it was funny I mean, last year because the guy that actually won it. Um, really enthusiastic young guy in the club and um, we drew a ticket out and he had the number and the look on his wife's face was <laughs> priceless. She was about, oh, gosh, about seven months pregnant at the time. Yeah, it was uh, – and, and he he did the right thing. He Because the option is if, if, if you th – there's no entrance fee because then we don't have to worry about raffle permits or anything like that. So we give the tickets to, to members as they arrive and then we draw it and if the – if the person that wins it doesn't want it or, or it's, you know, hasn't got room or can't do it or something, then they can donate it back to the club and then anyone in the club who wants the car can make an offer. That's basically how it works. And then the money goes to the club. So, um, yeah, so he, he graciously donated it back, but then someone bought it. I think they paid 500 bucks for it. Uh, and it will probably be at the barbecue next Wednesday all restored because uh, he spent the year sort of fiddling around with it and um, it should be on plates now, I think, so... That's awesome. Looking forward to seeing it. That's cool. Mm. Absolutely. Rizzy Ross, what's happening with you in a car loop land and with your updates, man? B big news on the, on the electric car front. Um, yeah, a couple of things happening at the moment. I think, to be honest, no, no new updates. It's funny because both cars get updates at different times. So I had the white one get one and then the red one missed out and who knows what happens when they get them. But... They've gone back and repeat. Well, they've gone back and uh, changed some of the things that they changed in the Christmas update to bring back some of the easy to access features on the UI, um, such as saving dash cam clips if you see something that you think is worth recording. So we'll record the last five minutes and the next five minutes. So let's say you see a crash and you want it recorded. Like if you're in a crash, the car will automatically do that. Wow, okay. So that's that's what's going on on that front. And then uh, I guess apart from that, really not a lot else on the car front on my end. Uh, it seems that uh, Teslas have, the earliest you can get one now is probably the last quarter of this year. It's five to seven months wait on them. Yeah. And, uh, and then BYD is about to launch their electric, car officially on next saturday at 7 p.m all oh, right so, okay it's a lot of interest that's, that's the one that's going to be available through uh, my car isn't it 
Yes, that's the one. So next port, their distributor is decided to go through my car uh, to do that. So that that's officially launching. I'll leave a link for you guys to have a have a squeeze at. And um, yeah, apart from that, uh, there's a lot of demand and not enough supply. On the other hand, I did visit a couple of dealers in the last week or so, helping people, including my mechanic, get a car. And the wait times seem to be not as bad as they once were last year. So things are yep. getting better for being able to get a car within a reasonable sort of yep. three to six months time instead of waiting a year for some models. That's good. That's really good. We also did manage to see Rizzy Ross. Your name come up in a uh, in an article recently. Yeah. So um, there's been a bit of an update uh, on the car loop front. Seems to be an um, a publication that generally covers electric vehicles and electric vehicle uptake has started to sort of work with us in getting some data which they can use to write some articles with and have also asked me if I would like to be an author for them. So it's called the driven.io and they are one of the larger, well, I think the largest electric vehicle publication in Australia and they focus on renewable energies as well with a couple of their other sub-brands like Renew Economy. Mm-hmm. So it's early days, but I'll keep you guys in the loop. Man, he's he's doing a big, always famous, you know, that he's uh he's he's got his he's got his fingers in many pies, Mr. Riz. And uh <laughs> and that is a perfect example of what of how. Scotty, updates with you, my friend. I don't have too much on the updates uh for this week, but Remember I was saying the parts that were meant to be delivered and then wound back to the original guy again and he's sent off again? Yeah. It's officially here. It's rocked up, so <laughs> I've got those parts now. Very good. So that was, the, um, that was the R31, the filler panel, so that fits in uh, just above the front bumper and below the headlights, so that filler nice. piece. Nice. Um, I just got to paint that. I'll paint that myself. That's pretty easy to do. Uh, the paint is easy to find, That the white. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm pretty sure i still got a can kicking around with the name written on it. Mm-hmm. So that's easy to get and obtain. Um, and it's got the indicator lens for me, so I can put that on so I get rid of the cracked one. And he threw in the little rubber rubber grommet for me to go into the boot. <laughs> ah, the all-important. <laughs> now we can all get some sleep. Uh-huh. That's brilliant. Yes. The all-important grommet. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping the car still starts. I haven't been able to whiz around to um, over to it to give it a, a start, but fingers crossed. If not, uh, I've already said what I was going to do last week is just empty out that old fuel anyway and put in some fresh 98 that I got that I bought that's sitting in a jerry can. So I'll do all that. Uh, next time I can get out there and do it when nice. I have some time. That's an appreciating yeah, asset, uh, Scotty. <laughs> that 98 you've got there, it's appreciating by the minute. <laughs> well, the funny thing is when, when I bought that fuel, I was expecting it to be over $2 um, a litre, but it was only $1.80 something. So I was like, oh, sweet. So I filled up the Subaru and filled up 20 litres of the jerry can. Hey, you're living the dream. I'm paying two dollars ten as uh, ninety eight here. 
Oof, that's a bit rich. You serious? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I, I, I almost like I had I had no fuel in the car, typical me. Oh. And I went to put fuel in it and I was like, oh like it just every part of my body was saying, Don't put it. So I only put in ten bucks and then the needle didn't move. So yeah. I, drove to, I, I drove to the next station and put in it and it was a bit cheaper. It was still two dollars, but I was like, This is ridiculous. Fuel pricing mm. has just gone nuts. Normal fuel, like normal ninety one fuel just here, just out, outside because we're pretty close to the petrol station, one of them. Is only a dollar seventy six. I was paying ninety eight for that a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I remember as high as I ever paid when I had the black thirty four was a dollar eighty something for ninety eight. Oh, that's when everyone was going to gas to help yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they all saying it's got to get over two dollars, and it never did. My and work has. only takes 98, so I don't even have the luxury of saying, you know, I'll just put the chips. Yeah, that's all the Subaru takes. Oh, okay. okay. So only 98 I can take, yeah. yeah. Can't do anything less or the engine will ping its head off and die. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not yes. ideal. No. No. What about you, Maddie? What's with your updates? Oh, pretty pretty big one this week, gentlemen. The, uh, the laser... Has officially ticked over three hundred thousand. Three hundred. Oh, I saw that post on Very exciting. Very exciting. So basically, um, uh, Ed's like, well, because it's about to hit three hundred thousand. You know, he came up with a plan. Being Ed, that's just how he works. So <laughs> he's like, he's like, where did you buy? Where was the car originally from? I'm like, oh, from Stratford, which is which is in Danny, uh, not Danny, um, Doncaster. Okay. Uh, but it's not there anymore. It's now a VW uh, commercial dealer. Anyway, he's like, why don't we pass it at the 300,000 uh, K mark? I'm like, that's actually a kind of a cool idea. So so Friday night, picked him up, got a feed, and then went for a bit of a drive because we're, we're, we're about 100 K had left on the on the thing and took, took it for, for a bit of a hike. And and we drove back. We were, we were like watching how far away we were from the, uh, we had the map on and watching how far away we were from, from the actual dealership. And when we got to about like 30 k, we're like, oh, let's head back. And we, we, had to, we headed back and then we, we had to do a couple of loops around the block and then we and then we straight on and we uh, we got there. So there's a video of it, uh, which we haven't uh, uploaded yet, but uh, it's, it's a, the video of it, of it, uh, of it passing. But yeah, big milestone in the, in the little laser. It's, you know, 300,000 k's now. It's, um, <clears throat> how, would I, how would I explain this? Been a faithful and a, and a very um, faithful friend over the past, you know, it's 12 years now i've had it so um so yeah it's uh despite me you know just needing it it's giving it um uh you know general maintenance and the the fact that i uh the, well, the head gasket like let, let, let go it's been pretty faultless in that in those in that time since i've owned it so um can't really fault it for that it's been a it's been a solid little car so but that's to get to those sort of k's in the condition that that it is in, you know, is a credit to you really, because it certainly doesn't look like 300,000 Ks with the no, very clean. driving. Well, it's, it's funny you say that. Cause like we, we were driving um, past and then we saw this electric Fiat 500 ah. and, uh, and Ed's like, Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. And, uh, and we pull up next to him and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Ed, is that you? He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I, I full noticed that shiny laser. He's like, you don't see him shiny. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is on the this is on the Friday night, uh, and I was like, I was like, oh god, that that really says a lot about laser owners, doesn't it? it really, <laughs> they just they just were all run right into the ground. Um, 
But yeah, that's I, a, uh, that thing was I've a rocket. That, I've driven that 500. It's incredible to drive. It was a bloody rocket. He took off from the lights and the thing was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's the only one in the country. He did it himself. He converted it from a... Uh, bought, a, bought a demo Fiat 500 and uh, imported a damaged electric one from the States and swapped oh. the drivetrain. Okay. Did he have to get it engineered or anything? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Fully engineered all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, and what's the range on that? Oh, that's a good question. I've never asked him. I think he, he charges about once a week. He lives in Blackburn and works in Richmond. So. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's actually Very pretty cool good. Little car. Yeah, I, I was. It just it took off like a like a madman. I was like, yeah. okay, righto. Um, <laughs> and the plates V EV five hundred. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's it looks like, very very tastefully done. I like the color too. Actually, the the mint. Um, yeah, mint green. It's that was actually that one's not quite. Uh, I think it's called tea green. Actually, okay. That one. It was a, a limited um, anniversario model. Oh right! So, yeah, it's, and it's got these uh, got different wheels on it. They're like a like almost a chrome disc sort of wheel. Correct. Uh, but yeah, yeah, something to do. I think with the 60th anniversary of the Fiat 500 or something like that, and they were called anniversarios. They came in that color and like a uh, sort of salmony watermelon color as well. All right, glad you got the glad you got the color because it definitely suits it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it really, really. It looks very sharp and it's beautifully done, very well engineered and, and, and just feels absolutely factory. Wow, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, props to that guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen it at Cars and Coffee a few times. Yeah. Um, and it's always been like, oh, that's, that's the, it's, everyone knows it as the EV, uh, you know, the EV 500. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't really know, you know, that, I didn't really know much Ooh. too much about it until, until now and until Ed was saying, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's old mate. And he's a, uh, a friend of mine, I've known him before. I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool. So, hmm. well, but I wasn't really surprised because Ed's kind of a friend with everybody. Uh, so, <laughs> so he kind of knows everybody in in the in, in the uh, in the car world. But, but yeah, no, it was a uh, it was it was really cool. It was it was cool to get over three hundred thousand. And you know, it uh, and um, you know, especially with with the with the motor rebuilt, it was just, it was just it pulled it pulls like a train out. Really nice car to drive. Um, had a, we, we had a few teething issue, issues after we getting getting it rebuilt. Like um, one of the core packs was no good, and and a map sensor was was a bit was just you know just just a bit how you going. But apart from that, it's been you know starts first crank of the you know of the of the key and just just being a laser really and just just working essentially. Um, so so yeah, that that was probably that's probably my my my, my big event. Um, I took the Forester on one last trip on um Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Drove it to Geelong. Uh, we had put we put Thomas in the back, Ooh. and uh, and uh, went down to the waterfront. And yeah, it's yeah, I um I really like that car. It's a, it's a good car. My sister's picking it up tomorrow. It's officially hers tomorrow. Oh. She sold, so, sold hers. Um, the guy's pretty much wanting to buy it. Um, so they've come to a price, and he's said he's going to come either tomorrow or the day after. Whether that happens or not, um, we we it's yet to be yet to be determined. But uh, you know, so she's picking it up. But I said to her, um, because the, the the hood scoops peeling, um, that which just happened recently, and the and and the, there is spoiler being plastic as well from the sun. Just it's just faded. Yeah. Yeah. So I said to I said the my liberty. Yeah. Yeah. I um I said to her, look, I'll um I'll paint them for you. We'll we'll, we'll sort them out. Don't you know? I, I I feel bad giving them to her when when they when they look like that, uh, because when because when she wanted the car, they weren't like that. And now I kind of feel bad. 
so just just probably just get just get them sprayed and um and uh you know, i'll either do it myself or i'll get um or i'll just get my my scotty can do it. scotty can do it yeah absolutely um well, i've got to palm mine off Maddie. <laughs> you can do my liberty one liberty piece done done <laughs> deal um so so yeah i Sweet. um so it's kind of it's a bittersweet day tomorrow for me uh, when when I see it when I see it drive. I mean, I mean, I'll see it all the time because you know I hang out with my sister quite a fair bit. Um, but uh, I'm just like, well, you know, that's that's a car that I, I actually I didn't think I would enjoy, but I thoroughly enjoyed. You know, it's a car that I look back on now and I'd be like, you know, what that was a real fun you know fun car. It, it was practical when I needed it to be, and it just did everything well. Like it 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 wasn't. Um, it wasn't a bad car in any way. Like it, and I have this, I have this running joke with my brother because I got the car with my brother, uh, and I'm like, it fits more than your Ranger, and he's like, yeah, you know what, it does because those dual cab utes fit, fit absolutely nothing in it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, you know, it's it just I I moved house twice in that car and piled the seats down and mate, it'll just swallow anything that that that, that thing. It was just you know, just I had a, I had a bed suite in there, <laughs> I, had, I had a lot of stuff in there, and it, and it was totally fine. So. Um, so yeah, that's tomorrow's kind of little, uh, little, little goodbye, I suppose. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it on my end. Been driving the LTD, you know, a, a fair bit. Oh, no, I, I, um, I took the XR8 for a drive and mom's going to kill me when I, when I say this story, but, uh, she was, uh, she was driving the car and, um, she was going to work and she was dropping something off anyway. Um, where she works, there's a lot of trucks and a lot of trailers and she didn't see the, the back end of the trailer and uh it, it touched the glass the rear glass and it shattered it oh. so mom was pretty devastated she was she was really she was actually really really upset um i'm like well that's all right mom it's just, it's just a back glass how hard can it be turns out very hard because no record wants to take them off um oh. <laughs> so they're like no they're like we don't, we don't want to take them off we don't want to take them off we don't want to take them off i'm like well bloody hell i'm like how hard can, like how hard can it be to get a back glass for an ef or el falcon turns out to be quite quite annoying so it's currently sitting at my mechanics uh, with no re-glass <laughs> um what a pain so yeah we're just gonna put another another back glass in it and she should be right um because that car was supposed to go in yesterday to get that little bit of rust on the boot lid cut out and just just you know just had that had that blown over and 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 been all good but um that didn't quite happen <laughs> um so so yeah it's like i said to her it's, it's all good mom like we'll uh you know we'll, we'll figure it out but yeah, it uh, turns out um, some wreckers aren't aren't that good. So either I'm going to go end up going down to Pinch Part and um, and picking up like you know trying to take one out myself with with uh, with some some glass removal tools from uh, from the old super cheap, or um or I'll probably, I'll probably end up breaking like ten of them before I get get one out that'll actually actually work. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll do that. But no, I really like the XR8. It's just a cool, you know, just easy cruiser. And uh, I drove I drove it to the, I drove I was at a wedding on Sunday, and I drove I drove, it, drove it to the wedding and gave it a good run. Um, just a real lazy, lovely V8. Good burble, um, makes a great noise. You know, when you when you get up it, and it's actually a fun fun car to drive. Like, it's very comfortable, and um, yeah, I, so I can see why why people bought them. So so yeah, that's pretty much it on my end, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so gentlemen, coming up soon is the, the latest Shannon's auctions. Now, Shannon's auctions, as we know, can be very, how can we explain, uh, hit and miss in terms of pricing. Now, we I don't think we touched on it last week, but 
but in particular, there is there is you know some really cool cars you know coming up uh, in the in this channel's auction. Have you have you guys have you guys had a quick squeeze through? I have. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, some really interesting cars that I that I've uh, that have tickled my fancy. Like I passed all the the stupid priced um you know uh, what's it called uh, license plates for like a million dollars and stuff. But <laughs> but um what really you know you know pricked my ears up was the one the one six five Celica GT4, which was owned yeah. by Molly Taylor, who's an Australian uh, rally champion. It's been in her family for a while and it is nice. Like it, it's a really clean example. And I'm like, Ooh, 1988 would match well with the MR2 park next to it, you know, yeah. to, to, uh, you know, same year, same color, uh, same brand. I was like, Whoa, you know, that, that'd be, that'd be a nice little duo, but, but that one's probably to replace the so, so what, what was that? You need to replace the Forester, so yeah, <laughs> I, I did it all drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? What, what what what's piqued your interest in the uh, in in the auction? There are a few things. <laughs> I'm sure, there would be. <laughs> Three uh, old Hondas, which uh, will be very interesting to see what they go for. The the uh, the 1972 Volvo. 1800 ES Sports. That's uh, something that I'm going to keep an eye on too. It's like a the P1800 Coupe, but with the the uh, wagon back on it and the glass rear hatch. Um, very very 70s and very very cool. And it was the model that um, when the C30 was released with the glass hatch, it was this was the model that that was sort of paying homage to. And it's a light metallic blue with um, with a light light uh, light blue leather interior. It looks really really nice in the photos. So um, that's got a price guiding range of forty five to fifty five, but no reserve. So it'll be interesting to see what that goes for. Absolutely, yeah. That that's that's a really nice car. Uh, what about you, Rizzy and Scotty? Where, where's your hard earned dollar dues going? There is. A... I'm interested in one ninety eight. Yeah, the Cosy. Yeah, I'm pretty interesting. It looks pretty clean from it. I don't see many rounds or ever really pop up, so kind of interested to see what it'll end up going for. Because because it's a it's a it's a two point five, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is a two point five. Yeah, 2. it's, 5, it's, a, it's yeah. a one it's a one, mm, one only because yeah. because they they did a two point three as well, uh, which was the earlier car, I believe. Um, but yeah, that'll be the yeah, one. Yeah, this get. one's fine. Absolutely, I think that I think it's so, uh, yeah. The interior looks really nice. Everything's very clean on it. So it'll be interesting to see if it gets. I'd imagine it would get definitely six figures, but yeah, I guess it just comes down to how many people are actually wanting it and willing to spend. So no, I completely agree with you there. I think that I think that um, it's all coming down to the dollar signs, really, for that. As you guys know, I've, I'm I, you know high end. I is the brand that I, I'm a big fan of, or I was, <laughs> until that fateful day <laughs> when the, the, the car, the NNN edition that I wanted to test drive, I was told I couldn't. So on the back of that, the next best thing I found was another N, N car, Honda N600. Yeah. Now, this 1970 Honda N600 is... It's it's basically a rival to the Hyundai i30N edition. <laughs> so on, on it's got that the same end in the name. I'm just saying Honda did it first forty nearly. 50 that, that's years. exactly right. Like you know, yeah. I just yeah. 
so this legendary car, um, they reckon seven to nine thousand dollars. In some photos, it looks really clean, and then there's some other photos that are off the in well, not so much the interior, but like where they've got different I don't know engravings of I guess maybe the car numbers and stuff that look a bit uh, dated. Yeah, same as the the little badge that they have on there. Um, the certificate the vehicle certification plate yeah um but apart from that i think it'd still be a cool car obviously there's barely any of them around um and yeah i I do like that color even if it's just a little bit rustic and retro (laughs) it's very 70s it's called tawny yellow (laughs) yeah that sounds like a very 70s name too (laughs) very 70s name yeah yeah it's it's pretty tidy um it's uh, it's certainly not immaculate. I've, yeah. I can think of a few that are in better nick than it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be really interesting to see see how much that goes for. I could be sitting on a gold mine, gentlemen, sitting on a gold. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably, I think the coolest car here of the of this auction was the um, or is because it's for sale is the seventy eight Escort Sundowner panel van. Yes, yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh uh, yes, I saw that. Did you got how cool is that? It's got it's got the uh, it's got the porthole little uh, little window on the rear. It's got the sig seventies graphics. Um, it's it's been lowered and, and and it just looks cool. Like this is definitely the coolest. It's definitely the coolest the, the coolest car. It's a, and it's a, yeah, it's a multiple award winner because it's been it's been done very very well. Um, it's it's an, it's an immaculate car. I mean, it's got a excuse me aftermarket steering wheel and you know, a few other bits and bobs, but it looks to be all there. And it's got you know obviously the the, the Pinto two liter so you know they are pretty much a bulletproof little motor you can you can do a lot to them. This is um it's just such a really cool car like I guarantee anywhere you go in in life you'll get you'll get a big thumbs up as to as to you know that's 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 pretty sick. Another one I saw which is well a long time out of my range is the uh, the Spirit R RX seven Type A. Yeah, uh, yeah. The pricing range is one hundred fifty <laughs> to one hundred seventy grand, which is just in it's just nuts. Crazy. Oh, dude, Scotty, do you remember when these cars were like, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars, if that? Yeah, they're they're actually reasonable. Yeah, um, I, I remember you could you could get like a like not not a Spirit R, but but it's still a twin turbo, uh, you know, FDR seven, really nice one for like twenty yeah, grand. You get day. an FD, yeah, all day, all day long, twenty grand, and now you can't seem to get them for under a hundred. Which is really insane, but this—I mean, this one's a lovely car. Like, this is probably the, one of the best ones I've seen. Um, it's been driven; it's got it's got K's on it, but it's um, it's a very, very, very clean, very, very clean, clean car. So I, I really, really like that. Another another bit of a curveball was the uh, the grandma spec EL GLI, uh, EL Falcon GLI with uh, I think it had forty thousand K's on it or something like something something really really. Small. That. Yeah, between eight and grand, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one. It was one of the last ones to be one of the last ELs made before the AU. Um, Forty-seven thousand Ks on it, and it's basically a time warp car because it was owned by a by a, you know it was gifted to gifted to the guy's grandmother, and and yeah, obviously it's a full grandma spec. So I I thought that one was 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 really really cool. That's quite cheap, you know, too. The, the the estimate on it eight to ten, I reckon, for something that clean and that low mileage. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I, I reckon that I reckon that if someone someone's really after like probably the best six cylinder EL 
in the in the country i reckon that's probably the one really because it's it, it looks it looks stunning that car a lot too i'm a big fan of the, uh i was a big fan of the 2011 jaguar they got there the f the xfr yes so that's actually a, the v8 supercharged and they reckon that's got under a hundred thousand k's or 70 something thousand k's between 44 and 50 they reckon that's pretty darn good it's a lot of car for the money, but uh, it's again yeah, Jags. Just, yeah, Jags depreciate like crazy. So someone else's loss is your gain with with that. Yeah. I think with, with that car. And it's the nice looking Jags too. Absolutely, it's a nice shape. I think that was. I think it was the same guy that designed the Aston Martin, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. 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 So that was under Ford ownership back then, I think, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people blame Ford for Jag for like a lot of issues with Jag, but they kind of made them at least somewhat reliable <laughs> in, the, in the 2000s. Exactly. Um, so they brought them back, I reckon. I, I do too. And I've said that. And, and a lot of like, you know, Jag diehards are like, nah, nah, it's it. You know, they took over and they ruined the company. I'm like, well, to be to be fair, they were ruining themselves <laughs> with some of the stuff they were making. So Yeah, if it wasn't for Ford, they wouldn't be around anymore. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And people, people tend to forget that. I also really like the old um, the old Mini 850. Did you guys see that one? The yeah, yeah. That's such a clean yeah. little car. Like, really nice little car. I really like the green little accent on the on the side of it. Um, the chrome work looks pretty good. Looks to be a really tidy car. And, uh, okay, it's, I mean, if you look inside, they're such a Fred Bear car, aren't they? Uh, Just, uh, they've got... <laughs> nothing to them, is there? Nothing at all. Um but you know, it, it looks super honest and super clean. And you know, if you want to, if you want a car, you can just hop in. I mean, it's a, it's a driver. It's by no means perfect, but it's um, it it looks to be just a bit of surface rust. But but yeah, apart from that, it looks to be really really good. It's just one of those things that you'd be like, you know what, this is actually kind of um, yeah, this would you know, I wouldn't mind. And and everybody would know what it is, and you'd get a thumbs up. And it's just kind of one of those cars that it's universally cool. Yep, I totally agree. The, uh, the interesting, those accent stripes down the side, I, I've never seen that before. I don't know if that was like a, a period sort of aftermarket thing or dealer fit thing, but yeah, I've never seen one on a on an early mm. car like that before. No, because it's an Australian assembled car, this one. And it was, yeah. it's, it's obviously it's got, got the story here. Very, very original and restored example um, of this car, but. Yeah, I said I've never seen one with that little accent kind of stripe on the side either, and um, and it looks like it's it looks like it was must have been there because there's got the chrome work around it as well. Yeah. So, oh no, it's certainly been done you know properly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, minis usually didn't have a chrome strip down the side like that. Yeah. But it's obviously been added to you know as a to impress the neighbours or you know as a <laughs> go fast sort of bit to it. Absolutely. Uh, no, I think it's, I think it's I think it's really gorgeous. I think like I really like original cars like that. I think original cars like that have got so much character. Absolutely. Um, you just you just don't get anywhere else, you know. Like it's, it's such a real. It's 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 good to see. Really good to see. There's a two door STI a ninety eight yeah. WX STI, which has got a price guiding range of sixty to seventy. That seems cheap, isn't it? Considering what the others have been going for. Um, the uh, the white one, the white STI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so this was the yeah. I mean, that seems pretty cheap. Like usually the the inverted commas coupes or coupes, uh, they tend to get they tend to push a lot of money. They tend to put push like as a coupe over a hundred grand. 
I know Marty from Mighty Car Mods. I think he said he spent eighty grand on his one, um, yeah. and his and his wasn't perfect. And this one looks looks really really tidy. So I don't think it's going to get sixty to seventy. I think it's going to get a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But the car next to that on the list, I know Scotty would like the Pajero Evo. <laughs> yeah, that looks sick. <laughs> so, and, but they're they're not it's cheap either. So like, oh, this just it's just nuts, isn't it? It's just a stupidly bonkers car, and I and I I, I love stuff like that. I think it's hilarious. So yeah, really big, big fan of that. Um, what did guys? What do you think what on? Do you on... Think, Maddie, uh, sorry. No, you go, mate. Go. I was just wondering, what do you think, Matty, with that the 2002 Subaru WRX STI that they've got there? The bug eye, yeah, I think. The bug eye one. That's a lot of money. Um, I mean, I know, I know like blob eye STIs kind <laughs> of, yeah, blob eye and bug eye and, well, yeah, and the hawk eye. And hawk eye. Yeah. Um, I know the STIs, and especially in the blob eye, uh, quite sought after because they were the two liter. They weren't, they weren't the 2.5 yet. Um, and they bring good money, which is what the which is what that the bug eye has, and that's uh, the bug eye was the first of the six speeds and and a few things. So I think it'll bring the money. I just um, I, they're just not as desirable as like a Hawkeye or a or a blob eye. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize that you could choose the option and go with the WRX wrist spoiler instead of the STI one. Yeah, you could, you mm-hmm. could, and you can still you can still do, do that today. I mean, our, our good friend of the show, Alan, you know, he he didn't want he didn't want the STI spoiler. He mm-hmm. wanted the standard spoiler, and he got the STI spoiler. So, uh, so yeah, no, the, it's it's a it's a thing you, you can. You got to go with the real spoiler. Well, I said to him, it's it's not really an STI without that spoiler, is it? Like, it's if you're buying an STI, exactly. you're, you're going balls out at this point, aren't you? Like, <laughs> like really, like let's be honest. So you have to. You got to go with the huge obnoxious wing. Absolutely, that's what makes an STI. Absolutely, like there's no point in buying an STI, and, and I said this that long, but uh, he's like, no, I want to understand it. Look, I'm like, I, I get that, but like, the whole point of the STI is to have the uh, the bookshelf rear rear wing because it's because that's just what what it needs, you know. It's, now, it's... I think I think there's a very good reason why Alan would opt out of the spoiler. Now, some of the Aporta drive-throughs have a two meter height limit. <laughs> And with that height <laughs> limit, that spoiler, I would say, would would touch the uh, the top bar. It's true, if you know what I mean. It's true. <laughs> and the main man, he wants to keep it keep it down low, and you know, because let's be real, when you're in that drive through, you don't need the downforce that the spoiler provides. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so, what do you guys think of the? Well, I, I really like the Spirit R. Yeah, like, you know that that is that is that is Maddie J spec. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just you know, a awesome car. But I mean that price is literally that's crazy. Yeah, it's insanity at that price. I think that's just it's getting really really expensive. But you know what? That got me thinking about more um, affordable Japanese sports cars. Now they've also got up for sale. A 93 300ZX Targa. Did you guys see that mm. one? Saw that, yes. Mm, that yeah. was cheaper than I thought. Absolutely. Twin turbo coupe. Um, is it a two plus two? No, it's just it's just a, it's just a, it's just a two. Um, the two plus twos were slightly longer. Yeah. Um, but it actually looks in really, really good condition. Um, a lot of these cars are just just hammered, but this one looks really tidy. It is a manual. Um, I mean it's got a couple of aftermarket additions, like some gauges and, and like an aftermarket gear knob. 
Um, but apart from that, it looks she looks really really tidy. Um, underneath, there doesn't seem to be any any oil leaks. And you know, like if you're after something like okay, you, you know, you, if you really, if you're a big Nissan fanboy, but uh, but you can't afford you know a an S chassis at this point because they're just ridiculously expensive, or a or a Skyline. I think this is a good way to get into it, and I still think these look good. I've always liked the way these these cars look. There was such a you know, I always said they're ahead of their time in the in the styling department with that car, and yep. I think it's a very, I think I think it's a very timeless car. I think um, knowing that car came out in the '80s is just insane. Like like there was there was nothing in the '80s that looked like that. Um, so it was such a quantum improvement over the previous model. I think oh, huge! It was it was chalk and cheese, really, wasn't it? And I mean, I haven't really had much to do with these. All I know, all I know is the horror story. But to change spark plugs is a six-hour job. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but Scotty, I mean, you you're you're the biggest guy on the show. They seem to be pretty robust from from what I've heard. Like they seem to go okay and be be quite be quite a good car. Yeah, from what I know, there's not really horror stories of the you know anything bad with the with the engines or anything. It's just extremely cramped. So you need to do basic things. You'd have to remove the engine mounts, jack up the engine a bit to be able to actually work inside the engine base. So, yeah. but other than that, I haven't really heard anything bad about them. I mean, their headlights, Lamborghini wanted them, and <laughs> yeah, true. the tail light. I'm making a comeback on the new 400 Z. So correct, correct. It's uh, yeah. I I, I I still think they're a good-looking car. Like you could, I reckon this design you could st- you could pass off as like a mid 2000s design. Like like still like <laughs> it's it's just it's it looks it looks that good. I think it's actually aged better than the 350 Z. And uh, and uh, I you know I can't believe I'm saying that because I, I agree. Sort of, yeah, but I I think it's just I think it's just a timeless car. Like it, it's it's one of those cars where it just it just looks still looks good in, in 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 pretty much every every angle like i don't think there's a bad angle to that car to be honest with you I, i've always like i, I don't think a really I, nice interior too they did have a really nice interior yeah with the like the alcantara underneath the dash yep. and stuff yeah they were, yep. they were a really nice car um, i have a mate that has one uh, he's got a property up in the dandenongs and he, he's got one that they bought very cheap he and a mate um and it's still not going he's fiddled around with it he knows what's wrong and he's about to send it off to get sorted and and now they're this value but about a month ago he he left for work early one morning down the sort of lane from his house and he gets to the bottom of the lane and there's this 370 uh, 300zx sitting down on the side of the road thought oh that's the, that's like ours hang on that is ours <laughs> someone had broken in in the in the night into a locked paddock on, on his property taken it relocked the pad- padlock on the on the on the thing, taken no. off their property, and left it down at the bottom of, of the of the their their road. And oh, he ra- he rang he, he rang the police. Yeah, parked behind it and rang the police. And they came out. They said, "Oh, oh yeah, they'd, they'd be pinching. They'd be coming back later to get the get a trailer." So they've obviously towed it off the property because it didn't go. And um, yeah, towed it. N- didn't, they didn't hear a thing. Didn't know anything that was going on. And here Bloody it is. How did that? Five hundred yards away down the end of the road. How do they know it was there? You can see it from from the from the road, okay. but it's like a back road that sort of cuts through, you know, the back of farming property. So, yeah, if, if you if you know what you're looking at, you would have seen it. But um, but yeah, it's been it's been sitting there for a couple of years, and 
about a month ago, someone had a regret of go at, at uh, moving it on for him. Wow. Hopefully he hasn't put it back in that same spot. Uh, no, no, he hasn't put it back in the same spot. It's uh, <laughs> well and truly under undercover. But you thought, oh, that's good. Someone really wants it. That's good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> up, up the insurance on it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm a really, I'm a big fan of this, this one that's for sale. I think it's a really nice car. Um, it says it's a, I mean, it's obviously a private Japanese import, this one. We did sell them here. They did, um, yeah. yeah. There, I remember always reading a story from it was more, it was one of the the car Im, uh, importers. I, I don't know, I can't remember. It was the import monster or was, it was, it was one of the, one of those? Whoever it was, they said this old lady had a had a Australian delivered twin turbo, um, you know, three hundred ZX, and basically she had put almost three hundred thousand Ks on it, and uh-huh. she's like, and and she went there. She's like, look. I want another one, but I want a low K example. For, and I obviously can't get him here. Um, and the, the guy's like, well, yeah, okay. Like we'll, we'll see what we can do. And he's like, turns out they're actually a bit harder to find than you think. Um, found the perfect car, the wrong color. Did this, it was the wrong spec. Did this, did that, did this, did that. In the end, pretty much gave up. The, um, you know, the, he's like, I found you all these cars that are, and, and he's like, I looked long and hard to find this car for you. And it's, and nothing was, to spec so she ended up just keeping her one from memory so yeah. it's uh yeah really really interesting interesting kind of kind of a story but i guess you know she loved it if, she wanted if to- you want that if you want that full story go to iron chef imports you, you know the story that it's got yeah yeah i know the story yeah it's uh, years and years later and he's not finding the right spec and everything for her <laughs> yeah that's the one yeah uh so yeah it's uh it's it's a it's a, it's a good read definitely a good read um yeah, it's a good story. It's funny, but yeah, I, I, every time I every time I see one of these cars, I think of that story. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah, really cool car. Big fan of that one. But yeah, uh, what else? Did, what else did you guys see in, in the in the in the in the list? I I saw the the Cordia Turbo. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. I noticed that it's especially amazing considering it's basically the same price as the 300ZX. It's in the same price range, you exactly. know, which I'd rather have. I mean, Cordia Turbos were, were I mean, back in the 90s and and I guess the 80s, well, well, the 90s in particular when I, when I was growing up, I always remember people like loved Cordia Turbos. Like they were just everywhere because they, they were a cheap turbo car. And, and and this one, the interior on it's really nice. They've, they've, they've done they've done like a full interior on it and stuff. But yeah, it's, uh, how would you explain this car? It's got like Focus XR5 Turbo um, Orange. <laughs> yeah. And just like some big wheels and you know, and, and some a few other modifications, but and but, two dark window tint. Um, yes, so it's mildly customized. Yes, <laughs> mildly customized, definitely. But yeah, uh, Scotty, you said you were, you said you were looking at this car as well. Yeah, I saw it pop up. I was about to mention it, but you just scraped in there. Sorry, um, great minds think alike. I think. <laughs> I was just having a look like underneath, and it looks like a fairly slap together exhaust system put on it yeah. fully hectic absolutely fully hectic <laughs> Not exhaust. Full exhaust, stops, stops about stock to about the axle back looks back. pretty stock while the rest of it looks like a good slap together job <laughs> um, yeah it looks interesting i geez I, I couldn't even tell you the last time i saw one on the road yeah, it's I saw I saw a Cord, I saw a Cordia which I put in the I put in the chat I think, but it wasn't a turbo, it was just a standard Cordia. 
Um, but it was like, oh, Cordia. Like, I got excited about a, about a, quad, a Mitsubishi Cordia. Uh, a mutual mate of um, Ed's and mine has actually got a first generation Mitsubishi Nimbus with a Cordia turbo engine in it. And, that uh, would go that would go okay like they would, were they were quite a light car it would go very well i reckon and uh practical take six of your friends with you i mean you know how cool <laughs> hopefully he okay. sees the light of day again he, he has a love-hate relationship with it i think and uh it hasn't been on the road for many years but um, um i keep pushing him to try it's it's got to come to an event up here i mean when was the last time anyone saw an original nimbus you know yeah yeah true you know i saw one in dragon ball now i know this is a car talk with maddie j but i really the other thing that caught my eye was some of the motorbikes Mm -hmm. and not surprisingly the honda mini bikes (laughs) they're just they're just there's no stopping them they're just going crazy oh there's an 82 z50 mini trail no reserve but the guiding price range is 10 to fourteen thousand dollars Hmm. Uh, I thought that was supposed to be a cheap bike, Mr. Fritz. A Dax uh, sold at the last auction, it wasn't running as a project, and that got brought 9 1. Wow. It's just bizarre. Well, the issue is people have got too much money to spend and can't go anywhere. So, can't go on holidays, I suppose. That's right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, but there's a fair few Hondas, Hondas, um, Hondas here for sale. Um, there's like the there's a 78 uh, which you which you said the um but there's so many of them they just Honda 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 and the 69 CB754 which of course was the four cylinder um, beautiful looking bikes in that and this one's in a sort of tealy bluey green sort of color 24 yeah. to 30 grand on that wow. one that's a lot of money for a yeah, 69 model wow 50 year old bike well uh, I think Honda Honda bikes especially uh, uh, taking over the the, the Formula One bug is hit since since they won the uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the championship this year or last year. That's it. Everyone's like, no, I'm on a Honda's run. Who needs a Ferrari anymore? Who needs a, who needs a Mercedes? Just get on the uh, get on the old Honda train, which, which is a good train to be on. <laughs> and I hear they'll stay on board helping Red Bull for a while longer. That's good. That's yes. good. Which is good because we need Honda in motorsport. Honda in motorsport's a good thing, I think. Uh, and. Yeah, you know, I, I know. I speak for. I don't just speak for myself, but I know. I know Honda have always done really cool, interesting things, and and it'd be good to to, to keep them in 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 racing. I should say. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you think of the Aussie car collection there? The Aussie muscle. Some of it's yeah. a bit cheaper than I thought it would be, actually. I was going to say the exact same thing, Scotty. It's okay. you know, surprisingly reasonable. You know, there, there was some. There's some really cool. There's actually some really nice stuff in there. Um, I was a, I was a big big fan of the uh, the seventy three Holden HQ Belmont two fifty three U. Did you oh, guys see that? Yeah, that, that's one yes. of the early, early lots. Yeah, yeah, that's like a lot one eleven, and it's got like the carry bars in the back as well, which which yep. is it was actually looked like a really clean old U. You know, just a cool cool old thing. I mean, not really a full muscle car, but just a clean old U. And then you get into some more of the stuff, you know, but, but yeah, I, I thought that was a, I thought that was a pretty nice car. There's a, a Mark one Mustang, uh 69 Mark one, which is hundred and 120, which is about right where they should be. Um, some, some really nice Camaros, but there was one car in particular that, uh, that, I, that really kind of, you know, pricked my ears up as well was, was the, the mini Moke. Did you guys see the mini Moke? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, pretty cool. 
I sent it to Ed and Ed's oh, oh, you know, we're talking about it with Ed and he's like, oh, it's not the right color. I'm like, he's, he's, he's after a yellow one. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. take what you can get. Take what you can get. What, what about you, Scotty, with the, with the Aussie stuff? Which ones, which one were, which ones were kind of, you know? Yeah, so on the last page, um, I was just surprised to see some HSVs not as expensive as I thought they would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you got the yeah that that Monaro, the 04 Monaro. I could have sworn the last auction it was going up near 100k. Yeah, absolutely. For the for those 04 early revival of the Monaros. Mm. Um, the one that went to the one that went to 80k yeah. was like the first one built. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Yeah. So that oh. might have got the higher number. And then I was just having a look at you got the VP HSV between 30 and 40. I mean, VPs are becoming huge, more collectors now. Absolutely. Um, and then the VS one as well, the VS GTS, 46 and 54. I thought that's that's not too bad to jump on the VS bandwagon at the moment because I can mm. only see the VSs going up. VS SSs are um, shooting up. So to grab the HSV version would be way better. Yeah. Um, so I can only see that going up and up and up. So if you've got that kind of money and you want to buy something that might be going up, I'll be looking at that, mm. either the VP or the VS mm-hmm. HSV. Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe that HQ Premier there's between 60 and 70. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. For <a> HQ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm right. I thought that was pretty funny. There's a there's an XU one in there for I think they were guiding range one forty to one seventy. Yes, yeah, XU one, which, which had a full grand up resto um, from what I read, and then there was also the the car we were talking about, David, the uh, the TC Jimmy. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I can't believe that's a twenty grand car now. Like, it's just, it's just it just isn't. It doesn't. Like... <laughs> now, Scotty and Riz, I can tell you something very important about a TC Gemini. It was the car Matthew Janina came home from hospital in, if that you didn't already know. Correct. Oh. Absolutely correct. I came Ooh. home in a Kermit fluoro green one. <laughs> Ooh, nice colour. Which oh. was exactly my wife's first car. <laughs> a mint julep TC oh, itself. Wow. But this it's really cool to see it with the right hubcaps on it. It's got the the uh, the grandpa spec mud flaps on it. Um, and there's so many in that colour that I can't remember the name of that colour, but it was um, very 70s and very, uh, mm. very common back in the day. It was very in your face, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah I yeah. remember my mum told me when she first got with my dad, right? And uh, my dad's like, well, if you come to Melbourne, I've got this really cool Gemini. And she thought it was, <laughs> she thought it was like one of the, one of the, like the, the late 80s, you know, uh, you know it was, was a, there was a, what do they call like a something B, uh, B gem. I can't remember what they were, but they were the front wheel drive, you know. The, oh, the RB, RB, yeah. RB, that's it. Yep. RB, RB, Jemmy. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> my dad picks her up from the airport, and they're walking back to to the car in the uh, in the car park, and and she sees Dan in the corner, down all the way back, this bright green Gemini, and she and, she, and she's saying in the back of her head, oh, it can't be that car, surely not car. <laughs> We're walking, we're getting closer, closer, closer. She's like, "Oh God, oh. it's what was it going to be?" And and she's like, "We passed some you know, some really nice Gemini's, like you know, like the like the ones that 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 she, she thought it was." And she's like, "Oh God, it was the of course it was. It had to have been that, that <laughs> <laughs> Gemini." Did it. 
so so that was the uh that was the car and that was the car well, came. the trick maddie you're here i'm here oh, that's he, it. He, yeah <laughs> brought me home from the hospital and uh <laughs> yes uh, I, I i have fond memories of that car even as a, as a child and my dad uh running up the back of a of a uh <laughs> Of a busy, busy truck, you know, for busy well, that been a particularly fond memory. Yes. Uh, and Interestingly, then... considering how bright they were, my wife's was running to the back of, oh, two or three times, you know. How oh, could you not see it? I know, I know. And <laughs> each time, you know, bad enough to, like, put it off the road. And then they'd, you know, put it on a on a rack and stretch it out and straighten it up again, <laughs> all the way together. Um, yeah, it was... Um, it, it didn't have a lot of structural strength in the rear, I'm just saying. Oh. Had more hits than Elvis. Was, yeah, more hits than Elvis. And, and um, the uh, that was before they developed that habit of rusting the boot floor out. It, it wasn't mm. bad then. But... Well, it, uh, Mr. Prince, it wouldn't rust if it's full of bog, okay? so yeah, <laughs> If hers probably never would have. Yeah. The other thing that would have made it nicer was would have been had it been a coupe because I mm. thought the coupes were such a great-looking little car. They were. They still are a good-looking car. They yeah. still are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Big, big, big fan. A big fan of them. Well, what, what was the ad campaign? Yeah, you, me, and uh, you, me, and you Gemini. and I and Gemini. You and I and Gemini. <laughs> uh, Bartholomew John was the actor that actually uh, acted in it, who was also the first Ronald McDonald. There you go. Oh, oh right. There you go. There you go. There's a, there's a bit of car talk, car talk, car quiz trivia for you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the car queers, we've got to get there, gentlemen. Rizzy Ross, you've got to go. I've got to head. Thanks for having me on. Uh, before I leave, I will say the ZB Fairlane that's there. It's um, yeah. one of the first Aussie designed and built cars from yeah, Ford. Yeah. Or a Fairlane, I meant. So, yeah, that's that's not a bad, bad looking car. No, they're actually quite a, they're actually quite a nice car. They're, they're not terrible at all. They're, they're they're pretty good, but also I was going to say if you wanted to if you wanted to get out your inner OJ Simpson, there is a uh, Ford Bronco for sale as well. <laughs> good on you. Well, thanks um, for having me on, gents. No worries, mate. Thanks, catch Rizzy. You thanks. Catch you on the next one. Um, catch you on the next one, Rizzy. And uh, yeah, well, uh, gentlemen, um, we've got we've got some more topics we can get to, but especially after last week, you know, I want to we'll leave that for next week with the. Uh, the converting old what old cars would we convert to to go become electric which i think is a great topic if we um, have to. uh, no, no I, I think it's a great i think it's a great topic i think i think i think we will have to we'll, we'll leave that one for next week uh because rizzy had to go and he's our electric fanboy so we uh so we we should should have him involved in that one but we'll get into the car quiz gentlemen i, I just want to put it out there though it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting shannon's auction like there, there's, there's a quite a there's quite a good array um this time around sometimes it's just really like aussie cars or or um you know or, or you know really japanese cars but this time it's actually got a bit of everything and, and it's, it's actually really good to see yeah it's a good mix isn't it yeah absolutely all right gentlemen car talk car quiz you know the rules 10 questions some bonus questions in there let's get it started the ba series of ford falcon got introduced in what year Where's Ed when you need him? <laughs> It'd be one year off. <laughs> David. Oh. David. David just got in there. BA. 2004? Incorrect. Scotty Doe. 2003. Oh, you're close. 2002. Ooh. 2002. Damn it. Um, you're very close. the last AU Series 3 came out. Yeah, 2002. They, they came out in... Uh, 
But believe it or not, the the BA shares a lot of like you know, you know panels with the with the AU. Uh, it was pretty much a, like it was a pretty much a five hundred million dollar I think redesign of of the AU, and it was pretty much it is better in every way in in in, in most things. And they rushed it to market because um, the AU was doing terribly, <laughs> and and they needed a car that was was gonna was gonna change their their image and and uh, it's a car that. Um, Finally, brought like it actually beat Holden in some 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 months of sale in the, you know which which was which Ford hadn't done in many years. Uh, actually, when I said two thousand four, I was actually thinking of, of the, the year they sold the last of the AU stock lying around. Sorry, just <laughs> <laughs> probably had a, they probably had them there for a very long time. Uh, question two: What car am I? This mid-sized car was produced in two generations from 1978 to 1998 with the first generation going all the way until 1993 it's quite a long run Oof. excuse me uh this car was available as a four-door a five-door two-door and as a convertible it featured both manual and automatic transmissions as well as predominantly pushing the turbo technology with its david. cars david that'd be the saab 900 saab 900 is correct my friend well done you're on the board Question three. Now, this one, whoever gets closest to it will get the chocolates. How many McLaren F1s were made? Ooh. How many is Rowan Atkinson crashed? Crashed, yeah. That's a bigger question. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'll, I'll have a guess. Have a punt. That's what we'll do. Um, 374. 374, Mr. Um, Mr. Doe. My guess is I'm going to go for a hundred. Oh. The reason I feel like there was less than a hundred, but I'm going to go with a hundred. They made 106. So well done. Oh, oh, oh well. Wow, okay. <laughs> Bonus Here question. I thought it was less. Bonus question. Can you name one of the designers of that car? Of, no. As soon as I thought you'd be like, oh damn it, I knew he did it. One of the designers. Yes, there was there was uh, one main designer and another designer that worked with him. Should know this. Scott. Scott. Did Pin and Farina have a crack at this? No, nah, they didn't. Nah. Thought maybe. It was a good guess, but yeah, uh, no cigar. I'll have a guess. Um, um, no, no. I was going to say um, gear, but no, no. No, give up. Gordon Murray and Peter Stevens were the designers behind that. Car. Oh, the motorbike guy. Oh. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and Gordon Murray is a very famous designer. Uh, he's he's doing the doing the latest McLaren, I think. Or he's making his own car, I think. What he's what he's done recently. Okay. Bonus bonus question: What world record did this car have when it came out? Scott. Scott. Isn't it the fastest top speed? Correct. It was the it became the fastest top speed car uh, of its time, eclipsing okay. the the um, the X. I think it was the XJ two twenty, I believe. Yeah, XJ two twenty. <laughs> Question four. What was the first production car with full LED headlights? Oh. Full LED headlights. Mm-hmm. 
first production car with full LED headlights. So it's quite specific, a, a make and model you want? Correct. Uh, make and model. And I'll tell you what, it's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> David, I'll go. David. Uh, Bugatti Veyron. Incorrect. <laughs> bit too new. It's in the family. Put it that okay. way. It's, okay. It's in the blood. So just just think about who owns uh, um, Bugatti. Bugatti. Ettore Bugatti. Strasbourg. Well, my guess is interesting. My guess is wrong. Is it Rolls Royce Phantom? Incorrect. It's the, it was the Audi R8. It was the first production car ever with full LED headlamps. Yeah, headlights. Bonus question. The Audi my, original, my original was going to be the Mercedes S Class. Yeah, that's actually a good guess. I would probably guess that as well. Um, but no, it was the the Audi R8. Uh, I had to I checked up with a few sources, and I was like, "That's that's kind of its claim to fame." Um, bonus question: The Audi R8 was discontinued from the Australian market last year for what reason? Nobody bought them. <laughs> Scott, uh, it's got to do. It doesn't meet emission standards now. Correct. Yeah, I'll pay that. It's pretty well done. Uh, it, Australia has a specific engine tune that is no longer produced by the factory in Europe, where the stricter emissions and noise regulations are now in place. Well, score check. Scotty on three. David on one. Question five. How fast is the Tesla Plaid's quoted zero to 100 time? Closest to the, to, to the, to the number we'll get it. David. David. 3.2. 3.2. Scott. Isn't that like the super fast Tesla? That's the one. <laughs> uh, 3.2 is like 1.9. What was, it, was that, Scotty? Like 1.9 seconds? You're close, Scotty. 2.1. Oh. <laughs> well, that's just silly. Yeah, it's just, I mean, <laughs> How would you like your insides would be left like your soul would be left on the road behind you when you when you when you drive off? Question six: Honda's first generation Integra was rebadged as another model. What was it called? In Australia, do you mean? In Australia, correct. Yes. David. David. It was the Rover four one six. Four one six is correct. I'll pay that. It was the Quint Integra, mm-hmm. and and it was the Acura Integra in America. Mm. Correct, Mundo. Question seven: The XU6 by HSV made how much power? Closest to the point, we'll get it. In kilowatts or horsepower? Kilowatts, please. Kilowatts. 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 The XU6. XU6, which was the V6, not yep. the V8. Yep. Only, only available as an automatic as well, which uh, mm. which is not a lot of people know about. All right, I'll, I'll guess first this time for David. He's done. He's guessed. He's guessed first the last couple of times. So I'm going to say 185. Okay, 185, Mr. Prince. That's what I was going to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's right. Um, I'll go 170. 180 to be exact, and 185 is closer than 170. Oh. So, Scotty gets those points there. Oh, that is so close. I'm sorry, David. I went 
to help you out and all I did yeah. you. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah. Question eight. Honda made a scooter with the name of a car model back in 2011. David. What was David? With the name of a car model. Yes, back in, in uh from the in 2011 they released this car. Oh, today. 2011. That they, 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 they released this um Honda made a scooter with the name of a car model back in 2011. What was the car that the model that they based it off in terms of the name? So they, they made a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they gave it a name based off a, a car a model car that, that car name that, that, that they've had previously. Okay. Okay. That's what I said today, but it's not today. Mm, no, incorrect. Okay. Go, Scotty. <laughs> Um, fit incorrect Integra. They did a they did a scooter called the Integra. Oh, really? They did, yes. If they weren't shitting on the Integra name enough, (laughs) yeah, they've done that. Then they go and make it into a um, uh, city hatch name, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, score check Scotty on five, David on due. Uh, question nine, which is very much the reason why I said due. Uh, Norve is, is it Norve nine? Yeah, no, Norve's nine. Um, the Ferrari FXX was based off which Ferrari model? So oh. this was one of their. This was, I think this was their first like track only car where you could buy the car, but Scott. you never you never really owned it. Scotty, was that the five nine nine? Incorrect. They, they made a five nine nine XX. Yeah. Um, David. Oh, okay. All right. Was it the Zoe? Enzo is absolutely correct, Mr. Mr. Prince. They that was based off the Enzo. Question 10. What was the first BMW Z car made? David. David. Z1. Z1 is correct. Uh, and that is the quiz for tonight. Uh, Scotty wins tonight on five to David to David's four. Good battle, gentlemen. Oh, well, oh. well that's Scotty. That's been close. Well done, Scotty. Thank you. Uh, you know, when you win, I've got to ask this question. Who do you want to thank? Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> and me, I think, this year. This, tonight, I uh, <laughs> handed you a few. You did. You did. Yeah, I, I, I did shaft you as well on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so some tough questions in there, guys. Uh, there were, were. There were some. There were some tough questions. The uh, the the R8 with the full air, the first car with the with LED. It was the first production car with LED headlights. Like yeah, I, I didn't, I, I didn't even know that. I I was, no. I was I was looking up some some interesting things about the Audi R8, and because because it said the Audi R8 was no longer available in Australia, I was like, oh okay, I'll have a read why. And I just it just took me down a rabbit hole, and I was like, oh there you go, it was the first <laughs> first production car with full LED headlights. So. Um, that was that was that, but yeah, the plaid's zero to one hundred times just nuts. Like like that is I mean, that can't be healthy for your body. Like that's it just, can't be. just silly. Um, yes, the first generation Integra in Australia was badged as the four one six, and the XU six was uh, was one hundred eighty kilowatts. So they quite Holden quietly discontinued the uh, the XU six because. Um, you know, uh, the story was that Fords, you know, when they when they brought the naturally aspirated barrel and it made more power, they were like, yeah, we can't really have a HSV that makes more less power than a base model Falcon. <laughs> so they kind of 
kind of uh, put it out to pasture. But uh, but yeah, some some good good questions in there. The Ferrari FXX was definitely an Enzo uh, underpinnings. And um, do you know what another car was based on the, on the on the Enzo, which had the same pretty much engine and running gear? Another car based on the Enzo, because they had so many spare ones lying around, didn't they? Just you know, uh, no. The MC12 was the. Uh, oh, okay. There you go. Yep. Was um was. Oh. Was a uh, the, the the Maserati MC12 was was it is a it is um a, underneath it is a, underneath yeah it's exactly what it is it's the it's the same car standing next to one of those the other day quite an interesting car actually the the mm-hmm. MC12 there's, there's a, it's actually kind of got a cool history um it's it had a it had a much lower coefficient it was it was actually a better car than the than the Enzo uh, which which a lot of people don't know and it when it went racing um so um so yeah really really cool and not many made so. You got a uh, got one of those. You've got money. <laughs> put it that put it that way, gentlemen. I think that is a podcast. Indeed. Thank you, Scotty, for tonight. Thank you to Riz. Thank you to you, Mr. David Prince. You're welcome. It's been fun, as always. Thank you for having me. That's another great, uh, another great episode. Another, another great episode. Another great win by you, Scotty, and you just wanting to thank yourself. <laughs> I thought you'd thank <laughs> I thought you'd thank your cat for helping you. You know, you know uh, Simba was there. Nah, nah, nah. Simba was useless today. <laughs> useless cat, useless. Because because no, normally Simba meows in the in the back of the thing with to give you to give you an answer or something. So, but but not today. Yep. <laughs> no, nothing today. Disappointed. <laughs> you don't you don't need Simba, mate. You don't need Simba. Um, thank you, Mr. <laughs> Prince. As always, uh, doing uh, doing good things. Um, Scotty Stitches, always snitching, and David Prince, the interior guru. If you need anything there, he is your man. Mr. Um, Rizzy Ross, actor, and Carloop. Go to carloop.com.au. Big things happening there on the EV space. Um, also, check out his his thing on on, on the Driven, um, where he he's got a he's got an article that they published. So, doing big things for the for the uh, for the EV EV community, Mr. Mr. Riz. Like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk T O R Q U E with Manny J. If you missed any of the episodes, they're all up on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting out. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review there. So we can hire on those chartable and iTunes and Spotify rankings. We can get higher up on those rankings so we can get out to more people. Support the show by becoming a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com and supporting the show there. Play patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast or buy some merch on our merch store. Go to, go to spring.com and, and type in car talk store and you'll find all our lovely merch on there. Gentlemen, an honor as it always is to have you guys on. Good discussion tonight and I will see you guys next time. Take it easy. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me, Maddie. See ya. See ya.